welcome to the Photo Field Notes podcast, where you'll find stories, tips, and inspiration from professional photographers to get you taking action in your own business and making your business dreams a reality. Hey, everybody, it's Ali Ciardo in the Photo Field Notes podcast, and I'm recording this podcast in semi-real time right before I'm publishing it. So if you are listening to it when it comes out in June of 2018, I just started taking sailing lessons yesterday. And I know I've talked, if you've listened to past episodes, I've talked a lot about how I'm really interested in sailing. Our family sails on a Catalina 30 on Lake Michigan. But honestly, I'm like a fake sailor. I know a little bit about sailing and I can go along with it and I can help Jeff, but he leads the way. And so he finally convinced me to take sailing lessons through this local club that he's a part of where he races. And I think it's so important to have hobbies. I think so many of us start out in photography as a hobby for us and then it becomes something that we use to make money. And so then it's not so much a hobby, then it's a job. And so we have to have other things that we can do to stay, just stay fresh and stay interested and stay excited. So I went to my first sailing lesson yesterday and I was completely overwhelmed, completely humbled. And at the end, they basically set us out on a sunfish, this little sailboat, and they were like, okay, go give it a go. And I almost crashed into the seawall. This guy had to jump into the lake to like stop me from crashing the boat. And then I, if you know what tacking is, like the sail goes back and forth and you're turning and turning. I just did that about a hundred times as I was swearing under my breath because I was so confused and lost and horrible. It was just, it was fun. It was challenging. It was It was just very humbling. So it's a fun hobby. If you're looking for something fun to do, this is totally unrelated, but if you're looking for something fun to do, check out and see if you have a local club in your area because, man, it's hard. And if anybody's really good at sailing, send me some tips because I am terrible, (laughs) but hopefully I'll get better. Okay, let's get into the topic today. So today we're going to talk about marketing, kind of a continuation of the last episode where I talked about advertising. And so I want to talk about how I recommend approaching marketing, kind of like a little bit of what I've done in my own company and a little bit of what I would recommend if I was going to go back and do it all again, how I would do it, how I would approach it. Okay, so so many of us sink so much time into Instagram and social media. And I think honestly that there are better places to focus on and to master before you completely commit and sink all of your time into Instagram as your main form of marketing. So We have too many options. There are so many people teaching us so many things, obviously, including this podcast, a ton of different people and myself giving you tons of advice on how to market your business and how to run your business. And so, you know, you're taking it all in constantly. There's new content out there every single day in so many forms. And you feel like, oh, I have to do everything. I have to do all of this. This works for this person. I have to do it. This works for this person. I have to do it. And we feel like we have to do it all at once, but we don't. It's kind of like specializing. You have more impact in your business if you focus on one thing at a time. You can be better at it, and that marketing outlet that you choose is gonna be more impactful if you pick one thing at a time to focus on. So here's my approach. Here's my recommended approach. If you're new and you're just getting started in your business, you're just kind of launching your business or it's like a year or two old and you're trying to get things going, you're still working full time, you're not necessarily feeling a ton of traction. 
I recommend starting with advertising to get a quick boost. And I talked about that last week, so you can listen to that episode for more on advertising. But that's like that quick boost of attention to your website, because a lot of these tactics might literally take a year before you start to see them making a major difference. So if you are like, let's say you're not getting any referrals from past clients because you don't have any past clients, or you're not going to get to the top of Google overnight, it's just not going to happen. So I recommend paying for advertising in your first year so that you can immediately start to see that impact, immediately start to get in front of people who can book you because the other stuff is free, but it takes a lot of time. And I feel like, I don't know if I mentioned this with the advertising episode last week, but so many people have treated advertising like a bad word. So you'll see people who are like, I built this amazing business without spending any money on advertising. But then the funny thing is a lot of these educators are then spending money on advertising to get you to see that message or get you to buy whatever product they're they're selling because they know that advertising does work. And so it's not a dirty word. It's not a bad thing to spend money on advertising. It's a way to get in front of people really quickly while you do that free stuff. So if you've got all the time in the world, fine, don't pay for advertising. But I'm telling you, if you want to get in front of people quickly, that's the way to do it while you work on the other stuff. And then from there, I recommend picking one main focus per year, kind of like how I every year will pick a word of the year and that's going to drive what I do. Like this year, it's all about community and building real relationships. That's my word of the year as a person, just personally, and it's going to apply into my business too. But pick one main focus for your business per year. And you can shorten that if you're like, okay, I'm going to do six months and then six months. Like it depends on how much time you have to invest into it, but As a general rule, I think if you're overwhelmed, pick one thing. So I'm going to recommend what I think you should do when, but it's obviously not the end-all be-all. So it's just an outline based on experience and what I think tends to bring in a lot of leads. But you might have other things that you want to add in that aren't on my list. It's not all-inclusive. You can focus on other things. But my point is, don't try to do it all at once and then end up doing a sloppy job of everything, or you're only doing a little bit of everything instead of focusing on one main thing and really mastering it before you move on. So before you start on any kind of marketing, I think this goes without saying, but make sure that your client experience is top-notch. And that's kind of like first focus, get that set. Even if you're just doing free sessions with your friends, work out that client experience, make sure that it's amazing because that's what's going to lead to the referrals later on. That's when that's what's going to get people coming back to you. So that's kind of part of marketing, but you want that to be in place from the very beginning. That client experience is great. Obviously you want your photos to be great. You want to be confident in what you're producing. And then we'll get into the more advanced marketing. So year one, here's what I would focus on. I would focus on paid advertising while you're working on boosting yourself up there. And then I would put my main time focus, like my free marketing focus, into getting featured. Why? Because getting featured is going to boost your SEO, your search engine optimization, and it's going to give you instant credibility. So... SEO, it's going to happen because you are getting featured in other places that are then linking back to your website. And those links back to your website are going to help boost your search rank. The more inbound links that you have, the more, the higher your search rank is going to be. So you're going to get higher boosting because you're getting all these sites that are linking back to you. And usually if you, if you focus on it right, you can get some really great sites linking to you. And then instant credibility because you can instantly say, here's where I've been focused. Here's where I've been featured. 
Secondary benefits, if you're willing to just kind of screenshot those or link to them or do a really short blog post about where you've been featured. Or for me, I actually make it like a portfolio where people can scroll through and see all of the places I've been featured. And it looks really awesome. It makes me look really good. So highlight those on your site. It's credibility. It's giving you a little bit of content to talk about. Here's how I do it. This is the really, really, really fast how because obviously there's more to all of these things, but here's the basics. The year that I focused on getting featured, I picked a year where that was my main focus. That's where I put most of my marketing energy. I got a subscription for one year to Two Bright Lights, and then I just submitted everything. <laughs> I, I made sure that I went through and I tried to submit every single thing to a a good out, you know, some kind of outlet that was a good fit. So Two Bright Lights is the platform where you can submit your photos, you can um, get them featured in different places. It's a pretty easy way to do it. So in the year that I focused on that, I got the Editor's Choice Award because I had so many, it was based on basically how many times you've been featured. So because I put all my energy into getting featured, I got the Editor's Choice Award for getting featured so many times that year. And then bonus, I'm now an award-winning photographer because I got that award. I can put that on my website. That adds to my credibility. I'm getting those inbound links, all of this great stuff that came because I did it all in one year. Instead, and other thing, I also only paid for that subscription for that one year. And then I'm taking a couple years off and then I'll probably focus on it again. So I want things to be fairly recent. So maybe like every third year, I'll do that. So you could do it every year and try to do it, but I just wasn't because I didn't have time. So I found that if I focused it all on the one year and make that the thing that I could get featured more and it would have more impact that way. Now, if you are a wedding photographer, I would probably say swap that whole getting featured thing for vendor relationships in the first year. So maybe take the first year to pay for advertising and then really get to know other vendors, have coffee with them, build relationships, see how you can help each other. Maybe you do a styled shoot that you can later later get published. So I would make year one relationships and then year two getting featured if you are a wedding photographer. Okay, year two. Or if you're a wedding photographer, just, you know, bump this all around. Year two, I would focus on, and I've done this too, blogging as much as you can. At least, I would say, like, once a week. So why blogging? Why do we care more about blogging where I'm not even getting into social media yet? Well, blogging is on your site, so you own it, and it's really, really good for SEO. So you are naming your images properly so that people can find it. You're using text that's going to help you get found. I used Yoast SEO to make sure that my posts are at least somewhat decent in terms of SEO. You're sharing more about you so people feel more personally connected to you because you're sharing your own personal personality. And then you're also building up your portfolio on your website. And I know, again, this could be like social media could be used for this. But in terms of SEO, that's my main focus here because I get a lot of leads through SEO. So that's really important for me. Okay, so if you want to have it do double duty, you could also use your blog post as fodder for Pinterest, where you're pinning your blog posts and your so that's double duty. And you could also like post on Instagram, so that's double duty. So if you're let's say you are blogging once a week, even if you just post that blog to Instagram once a week. I know that that's not going to earn you thousands of followers, but I really think that the blogging is going to be more important for you in terms of the overall like findability and etc. So year three, 
that's when I think social media, now that you have built these foundations or whenever you get to that point where you've really built these foundations, that's when I think you can start to really bring social media in and spend more time on it. So I'm not saying to wait to start to even build a presence, you know, have it, but keep it basic. I'm saying that if you put all of your energy into social media right off the bat, like so many people are telling you to do, that there's a really good chance that you are going to get so sucked in and so overwhelmed by trying to build this perfect Instagram grid and blah, 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 that you're going to miss out on some of the most important approaches that are more likely to bring in more clients for you. So if you are passionate about Instagram and you want that to be your first focus, go for it. That's fine. Throw yourself all in and make that happen. I'm just saying that for my business, Instagram has not been as important as some of these other tactics. And so if you are finding that you are so sucked into it and you're so stressed about it and you're putting so much time into it that you don't have time for the other stuff, just make it super simple. Post two times a week or whatever that might be. So while you're focusing on the other stuff, you still have social media, but you're not spending hours on it every week or you're cutting whatever amount of time you're spending on it now, you're cutting that back. So schedule out two simple Instagram posts a week, make them related to whatever you're already working on, or you can just roll it into part of your client client experience workflow. So tell your clients, hey, check out Facebook or Instagram for a preview about the session or the wedding and just keep it simple. And I just think that for most people, the ratio of time spent on Instagram and other social media platforms doesn't have nearly the investment that we can get from putting that time into other tactics. So keep it super simple while you build out that other stuff. Social media is awesome. And in fact, I'm actually going to be talking about social media next week. So I know this sounds ironic, but it's very powerful. But I think if you are one of those people who hasn't done none of these other things, like you're not ranking in Google, you've never been featured, you don't have that credibility, you don't have any blog posts on your site, that I think that you should really consider looking at those things first and then move on to all this great content on social media. And you're going to love this. You're going to love this um, episode next week. And if you are not ready for it, just save it and listen to it later. But anyway, sorry, I know that's confusing. Okay, so if you've got time to do it all at once, by all means, do it. That's awesome. It can only help you. But if you are one of those people who is feeling completely overwhelmed by all the things that you have to do and you don't feel like you're really excelling at anything, then you should really think about picking a focus and putting the rest, just keeping the rest at a bare minimum for now. You could batch out one to two blog posts per month during your slow times. You know, like it's slow. Let's say you have a winter season where not much is going on. Just write out some simple blog posts, some simple tips, things like that, or just really, really simple stuff. Just keep it super simple. Um, And honestly, this year, my focus is on email marketing and real relationships. And my blogging sucks right now. I don't know the last time I wrote a blog post, but that's okay. Because I did take the time in the past to write so many popular blog posts that people are finding through Pinterest and they're finding through search, Google search. So now I can go back and I can look at Google Analytics and I can see what's really bringing in a lot of traffic and I can turn those posts or I can adapt those posts and make them into or add to them like freebies to grow my email list. So I'm not as worried about constantly cranking out new blog posts because the blog posts that I I did spend a lot of time on in the past are working really hard for me. Okay, so I put together just like this basic calendar with this basic checklist so you can have it in front of you. If you go to photofieldnotes.com slash marketing, you can get that marketing checklist, list it all out, just makes it simple. It's pretty basic, but I think it's going to help you get rid of some of that overwhelm that you're feeling right now. 
And one last thing I actually almost forgot just to, I was going to start with this, but I'll end with it. Just to kind of illustrate to you how other photographers are doing this, like picking their main focus and doing it. I asked you on Instagram, which is kind of ironic because I'm talking about how you shouldn't use Instagram, but you should, but I hope this makes sense. You just shouldn't dwell on it so much that you don't do anything else. Just keep it simple. Anyway, so I asked you on Instagram um, what you're using for marketing, like where most of your clients are actually coming from, the real clients, where they're coming from. And a couple of you answered. So my friend Steph Smith at, St- at Steph Smith Weddings said, this year it's been networking with other photographers. Most of my weddings have come from them when they're booked. Otherwise, it's mostly word of mouth or vendor relations. And I like that she said, this year it's been networking. So you can kind of see it does shift over time. Okay, let me go back and look for the other ones. So, um, Emily can it, oh gosh, Emily, how do you pronounce this? Emily Canada, I'm sorry, Emily Canada Photography. She says referrals from current clients. So like I said earlier, um, those aren't going to happen right away. So that's great when you get to that point. That's awesome. Okay. And then photography by Lexim. So it's photography by L-E-X-I-M. That's on Instagram. Um, She says, word of mouth, friends of friends, past clients, etc. Okay, so you can go on photofieldnotes.com slash marketing to get all of their usernames. Give them a shout out for sharing. If you want to share in the future, you can follow at photofieldnotes and then get that download at same same site, photofieldnotes.com slash marketing. So that does it for this week. Definitely tell me how you feel. If you think I'm completely wrong, I want to know. If you think something else really works. But what's interesting to me is that in those responses, nobody said that social media is their main place for getting clients. So if that's the case, it's just interesting to me because I feel like so many people, all they're talking about is social media. And that's not true. It's probably like, I'm seeing that on social media. That's what a small sector of people are talking about. But sometimes I think that we all feel a lot of pressure to be completely all in and it just takes a lot of time. And I'm just here to tell you that it's okay to step away from social media. If you're not getting a lot from it, keep it basic. Stop dwelling, stop stressing and focus on the stuff that's really going to have an impact on your business, which might be something else. All right, tell me what you think. Um, If you are game to leave a review, go to photofieldnotes.com. You can find the link to iTunes. I would love a review. You don't even have to say anything. You can literally just click if you think it's worth five stars. Just click to give it a rating. Helps me out. Helps me share with other people. (sighs) So funny enough, I'll be back here next week talking with Sarissa Carlson about social media. So do give it a listen. I think she's got some tips that you can kind of integrate into your workflow with your actual client experience. So it's not necessarily dwelling so much as just like making that a part of what you do with your ongoing clients and some other good stuff. So um, yeah, come back, check it out and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Check out show notes at photofieldnotes.com. And if you loved this episode, leave your review on iTunes. See you next week.